0: Hello and welcome to Oh No, Ross and Carey, the show where we don't just report on spirituality, fringe science, and claims of the paranormal, but take part ourselves.
1: Yep, when they make the claims, we show up so you don't have to.
0: I'm Sydney McElroy. And I'm Justin McElroy, and in this episode, we're going to talk about the mystery hole in Anstead, West Virginia. We are not Ross and Carey. No, we told them that already. One of the few it. shows on the Maximum Fun Network that definitely does have the host's name right there in the title. I mean, we are selling off false Bill of Goods from the jump.
1: That's right. That's right. We were lying, but I thought changing the whole name of the show was a little, well, like it was we, overstepping our bounds a little bit. You like, like, know how litigious. Oh no, Justin and Sydney. I don't. Yeah,
0: you know yeah. how litigious Ross and Carrie are. They'd have us in court. Instantly.
1: Exactly. I mean, that would definitely be stealing their names.
0: Yeah, we would definitely be ruining their whole thing.
1: So we are not them, but we're going to do our best to emulate them.
0: If you've never heard our...
1: them spiritually.
0: If you've never heard our voices before, we host a uh, medical history podcast on the uh, Maximum Fun Network called Sawbones. It's a marital tour of misguided medicine. Stop plugging our show, Jeff. Stop I'm just telling them who we are so they don't think we're just Phil and Roberta Schlub off of Schlub Street.
1: Hey, listen. Phil and Roberta Schlob do an excellent podcast on the history of dog walking. It's fantastic. You mm-hmm. should check it out. Uh,
0: and they, then they, I love their food podcast, Schlob and Grub,
1: where they just, <laughs> anyway,
0: uh, the mystery hole. How do we know about them? So we're not good at investigating things, really. I used to be a journalist in another life, and I guess technically my job title is that still, but I don't really do it anymore. So um, we,
1: and to be fair, I guess kind of being a doctor is sort of like investigating people in like their their medical conditions. Sure, but neither of us are particularly good at walking up to strangers out of con, out of the context of like our
0: our jobs and saying hi. Hi, can we ask you questions? Uh, so what we're what we're we're doing here is we're gonna we decided we do one in our own backyard, a paranormal. Phenomena in our own backyard of, of uh, Anstead, West Virginia. I say our own backyard; it's about a good hour and forty-five minute drive, but it's pretty close. It's in West Virginia. That's the yeah. important thing, and that's it's ours. How do how do we know about the Mystery Hole, Sydney? Where did we where did we hear tell of this wondrous attraction?
1: You you can't live in West Virginia, I think, and not know sort of about the Mystery Hole through like osmosis, right? Uh, because any car that has more than I don't know.
0: Five, five, more than five stickers. bumper stickers
1: has one that says the mystery the hole. the mystery hole
0: right. It's um, always there.
1: Yes, it's it's a very it's a popular tourist attraction. A lot of people talk about it. I'm constantly hearing like friends on Facebook and stuff mention it, but we'd never been there.
0: We had just never made the time to go. Um, now, rather than sort of research, we were kind of paranoid that if we researched before, we would sort of ruin the mystery.
1: Right, we wanted, to, we wanted to go in blind so that we could experience the wonder or awe or whatever. Whatever transcendent s- experience banana. that yeah.
0: was was in store for and us. And
1: see if we could figure it out for ourselves.
0: Right. Uh, so rather than, than, than do a bunch of research before, we just went in blind. So uh, what you're going to hear in the next few minutes is us showing up at the mystery hole. And, and then uh, we do kind of a recap of the mystery hole experience. Uh, that that we'll do after uh, and uh, after that, and then after that we'll come back and talk about the uh, the mystery hole uh, and, and give you a little bit more background and explanation, uh, uh, and let the investigation portion <laughs> commence. But uh, first, uh, let's go visit the mystery hole. So that was about an hour and forty five minutes of driving from Huntington, West Virginia. We are at the the mystery hole.
1: In Anstead In Anstead, West Virginia. Virginia So we're up in Fayette County Up in mountain climbing, whitewater rafting country
0: It's gorgeous I mean, it's really very attractive up here uh, We're in the uh, Upward in the rural, rural Area of West Virginia
1: We're up on a mountain We can see Well, we, if there weren't trees in the way You could see the Gully River think, Yeah. Down to our left It's a curvy road That made me very nauseous on
0: the way up the mystery hole itself looks like, I mean, it's shaped like a sort of an airplane hangar. That sort of like half it's circle. Kind of like a bomb shelter. Almost like kind of a bomb shelter. There's a lot of, um, you could say, flare. Would that be a fair way yeah, of describing like, it? a
1: big gorilla on top and a couple oh. of gorillas.
0: Um, there's a uh, VW Beetle labeled the Redneck Taxi that has apparently driven into the side of the mystery hole. The sign uh, by the roadside that you would see as you're driving by says, Wow, see the unbelievable mystery hole. They have WV souvenirs here, too. The sign advertises that. It's very colorful,
1: I guess. There's a mailbox labeled mystery hole, which I appreciate.
0: Yeah, in case you have any doubt and you're the mailman of where the mystery hole is.
1: Or in case you want to send some letters, just address them to mystery hole.
0: Well, of course, it's the mystery hole, so you could probably just put it in a bottle. Message in a bottle.
1: They would eventually make it to the mystery Eventually make hole. it to the
0: mystery hole. Um, There's a lot of... like I don't, I don't want to say... Tacky is not the right word. It's sort of like... No, that is. Yeah, okay. But like in an intentional way. Like it's not right. lost on them. Kitschy. The one thing you have to know about the mystery hole is that they are very much not down with people recording things at the mystery hole. No. I think we're good right now. By the way, let me give you the front view, all kinds of signage. About how dangerous the mystery hole is. Yeah, There's they gra- are
1: not responsible for accidents or injuries. If you are unsure, if they are responsible, just turn around and look at any of the, here's, here's the clo- signs that yeah. say they're
0: not. Here's the closest you get to a pitch. It says, see for yourself, nature's gravity seems to have gone berserk, and your sense of balance is entirely upset. Many theories have been offered. We welcome yours.
1: The mystery hole. The mystery hole.
0: Um, there's a giant gorilla on the top and three American flags. So belay that. Four. Five. Four, five. Oops. Five American flags. Yeah. And a gorilla on top.
1: There, there are lots of signs posting the rules, which, as Justin said, include don't record anything. Don't record
0: uh, no anything. cameras. No cameras. No
1: cell phones. And they take that very seriously because we witnessed an altercation between a gentleman and
0: what was going on there? a tour
1: guide who wanted his daughter to be able to bring in. Her phone,
0: I think. Is that what it was? Yeah. And
1: he said he's been working here for 17 years, and you can't bring in a phone.
0: So we're not even going to try. No. Um, one of the otter features that gives it a really creepy... There's there's a really weird speaker system. Yes, it's candle in the wind. Which we heard... adds
1: th- a weird air to
0: this whole... Thing. A super weird air to the whole thing.
1: There are also lots of giant tires.
0: Um, Lots of giant tires all around us, sta- like stacked
1: like in lieu of tables and chairs.
0: Yeah, um, a lot of giant tires. There's one. There's one giant tire that's around a tree, which seems improbable to me. But after all, it is the mystery hole.
1: And so the mystery begins.
0: Mystery uh, deepens. I would say this is the mystery hole. We're gonna get inside. So we just finished our, uh, our tour. We got some nerds at the gas station right outside.
1: Um, I had a long debate between sweethearts and nerds. nerds. I went with nerds.
0: Um, so why don't we walk them through what the experience of the mystery hole is like. First, you, get, you, you go in and it's the, it's, a very, it's the strangest L-shaped gift shop. In the world that you go in to buy your tickets. That
1: only one person can fit through like the narrow passageways at a time. So, like, you go all the way to the back and all the way to the front in
0: a single file line. Um, and then, after you purchase your tickets, you kind of wait outside, and there's gorgeous views and also the aforementioned um, Elton John music playing. And uh, she said you were going to want the second cowbell. So, when the right. first cowbell rang, we knew. Not us.
1: Uh, every 15 minutes, they lead another tour group
0: um, through the mystery hall. So, you get in, and you find out, uh, like, there's a gate uh, that he said that was created, and... Uh,
1: you start off with the gate that was created specifically for the mystery hall, yeah. which is strange, because it's basically just, like, a bunch of wooden boards chained together, and then, like, like as a curtain, so you can, like, spread them apart... And
0: spread apart and you go in and you walk down a ramp and the guy presses pressed a button that locked the gate behind us uh, Ooh. very spooky or spoopy I've, I've told is also part Spoopiest of the now. there's
1: like a big monster mask head face thing that and is the,
0: the monster of the mystery hole that we've been told has never attacked anybody
1: there's a hornet's nest in there that's empty like an old one like yeah formerly occupied. Now um, vacant. Or now north. vacant
0: one. But they say they've seen some hornets cruising around in there. And then you go into a second room that is like a, n- a very narrow hallway and it's covered by like basically dorm posters like I don't know how to describe it other than that
1: I had one of them it was like to to achieve your dreams remember your ABC's and each letter of the alphabet stands for like something motivational like I had that poster when I was in middle school
0: motivational posters and then there's a a second also narrow room we were encouraged to as we went into the second narrow room to look in a, a, a mirror to see how the mystery hole experience had already changed us
1: It was like a fun house mirror that, like, made your legs really short.
0: Yes. Yes. That is a very mundane way of of putting this miraculous experience we have, but yes. Uh, and then...
1: Then there are three mannequins... Right. ...who are Miss, uh, Miss Mystery Hole...
0: Miss Hawksnest.
1: And Miss New River
0: Gorge... Yes, New River Gorge. Us. Right. There are three mannequins that are dressed... In sort of like a, a hillbilly style attire, we we're informed that they're all single, and they've been down there for 40 years. Now that is unusual, since they're mannequins, they are not permitted to marry, so I don't know what the the significance is of them being single. Um... <laughs> is that true? You're not allowed to marry a mannequin? I'm pretty sure you can't marry a mannequin, Sydney. I'm pretty sure you can. not
1: It seems like discrimination. It
0: does. So you get into the third room. There's a blacklight room.
1: What? Yeah, it was a room with like, again, like something from a dorm room, like a lot of blacklight posters and blacklight paint all over the walls and black lights.
0: And then we get into the the main room. Yes. The main mystery room. And what you notice first off is you have to go
1: up like the stairs and then back down a ramp.
0: Right. And um, then all
1: of a sudden everything is topsy turvy
0: right you're in a room that is basically slanted at what I would say is about a 45 I would say about
1: 45 degree angle
0: and that's that's uh, very disconcerting I mean that's already you're already fairly unnerving I would say to, to be in a room I found my, I don't really get dizzy and I, I found myself a little a little, uh, off, off kilter. A couple I am,
1: times. I am easily nauseated by experiences like that, and I was
0: quickly. And, yeah. Um, so the gentleman, there's a sort of bar separating the middle of the room, and on the side, on one side of the room is a relatively flat section where we're, we, we in our group, uh, were standing, and behind, on the other side of the bar is a, kind of a steeper uh, incline. Where your tour guide demonstrates the wonders of the mystery of hole. the mystery hole. So the first thing he did was uh, started spinning some balls uh, on strings around, and they're they're they're, like they're
1: hanging from the ceiling, and he was right. like, batting them around.
0: And their orbit was That's definitely like, like different. Yeah, he was like a catman. Their orbit was definitely, I would say, different from what you would. I mean, were that room flat, it would definitely be not what you would expect. Right. Them to do, Right. Uh, and they were he, they
1: were defying the laws of physics.
0: Except they were, yeah. I mean, they were defying the laws of physics. Uh, then he, um, the one that I thought was, that really got me, that I thought was the the most impressive of them. Imagine this if you will. On on one wall, there are three slanted ramps that seem to be pointed down in a in a downward towards the towards the floor. Like they're definitely angled down. From your perspective They were parallel uh, And and angled down And when he put a golf ball At the top of one of the ramps And it started going up the ramp So he put it at the bottom of the
1: ramp And it started going up the ramp
0: Right, which is, of course Against the laws of God and nature But also it's part of the mystery Wonders Um, But then it It
1: it, fell to the next ramp
0: and When it got to the top of it
1: and it started going down that ramp only much, much more slowly than it went up the previous ramp.
0: Very weird. Like, that part was, like, weird because they were all parallel. I don't know why it behaved differently on the three different ramps. That may be something we can investigate. And uh, and then it fell into a little cup. Yes. What was the next demonstration? Do you remember?
1: Uh, then, then on the opposite wall, there's, like, a log that... Um, Slanted again against the wall and leads into like a little uh, trash can lined with like a garbage bag. And so he got like a cup of water out of the trash can.
0: He first got us to acknowledge that water rolls downhill, which I think we all did.
1: We all did, silently, I think.
0: And then he said that. Not a very
1: talkative tour group.
0: Yeah, and then he claimed that he went out and carved this log that day himself. Sir, sir. This attraction has been here for over forty years. I'm fairly certain that you did not go carve this log yourself. No. Today.
1: No, and you've been working here for seventeen years. Why did you just think about it today?
0: Yeah, this has never struck you. That was a, that was a level of uh, that was a level of uh, mystery that I, I was not on board with. I don't like just being lied to my face.
1: So he dumped uh, water in the lower end of the log, and it miraculously traveled uphill. To spill out the higher end of the log
0: um, into the trash can. Into the trash can, which he then got another scoop of water out of the trash can and then repeated the experiment.
1: And he repeated it, I will say, because at first I thought, well, I mean, obviously if the like if the cistern end of the log was completely full of water and you started dumping water in it, it would fill up the rest of the trough, right? Right. Even against gravity. Like right. It would go where it could, like it would flow into the open spaces available. Um, but he dumped it even into like the very end, uh, like the highest point of the log and it still spilled out that end as opposed to flowing back down.
0: Appearing to climb up. Upwards. Yes. Yes.
1: So he, so um, he foiled my first theory. His, his next,
0: uh, sick gravity stunt was that he <laughs> sat in a chair that he called a hillbilly chair that looked like a chair. It was just a chair. It was just a chair. And he put it up against the, um, uh, I guess we could call it upstage wall, away from where we were sitting. Put it against the upstage wall, and, uh... And he sat, kept
1: falling out of it. He
0: kept, yeah, falling out of it, because, again...
1: Because,
0: like, the room was slanted. Mystery hole. Um, and then the, uh, the, the, the sort of payoff for this was that he took the chair and put it on the wall. Opposite wall. Right.
1: Um, there's like there was like a ledge, and he balanced the back legs of the chair on the ledge, and then he climbed a ladder on that wall and sat on the chair, balanced against the
0: wall. That was fairly impressive. Now keep in mind that by this point we'd probably been in the room for I call it ten minutes, and I and I could definitely feel myself starting to like uh, uh, compensate. I guess, for that. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I was less aware of how slanted the room is than when I went in initially. Like, I was definitely, like, my brain was compensating for the fact that I was in a slanted room. And that that made all these effects much more impressive because my brain was not quite as keyed into the fact that it was definitely, definitely a slanted room.
1: It also made the last, the last few... You know, interesting. Where as you leave the room, he has you look in a mirror to see how you're walking out of the room, and it looks like you're laying on your side.
0: Yeah, there is actually one other. As also as you're leaving the room, there's a
1: couch up against the back wall, so like the lower end of the room, right? And he has you and your and your your couch buddy. Justin was my couch buddy.
0: Yeah, um, thank goodness. We were
1: all paired off. I, I'm really glad I got paired with you. Yeah, me too. That was a close one. It was a I could have gotten any random
0: couch buddy. Yeah.
1: Um, but Somebody in that group
0: does not smell great.
1: I think the mystery hole itself had a questionable odor. But yeah, that's, that's another, that's another uh, yeah, issue. Yeah,
0: we're going to have to go back with tools. <laughs>
1: um, But you sit on the couch, and then he tries to get you to be able to stand up from the couch without, like grabbing onto anything, you know, you can't, you just basically use your own muscles to like lift yourself up. And you can't do it because it's, you know, it's against gravity. Like you're, I don't know, maybe we're just not strong enough.
0: No, yeah, nobody could. Nobody could even get close. I
1: also think I, I I, actually, I'm going to say this. I think I could have flung myself upwards. I really do. I think (laughs) I could have. But one, I may have then fallen into the bar that was directly across from us that you ultimately have to use to pull yourself up. And two... Um, if I had been able to do it, I would have felt like a total jerk. Right? right? right.
0: Like, if you, like, if he's like, nobody can do it, and then you do it. I mean, you have to keep in mind, this guy has his patter down to a science. Like, I'm not even sure he was seeing us as humans. No. Like, we were just $6.50, like, <laughs> walking around. He's got his pattern down.
1: Which is the cost of the mystery hole, by the way. $6.50 each.
0: Yeah. Which is a steal, I'll be it's, honest.
1: It's, they don't have, like, an age limit, but they do note that, um... If you are under 12, you must be accompanied by an adult. Um, Um, And if you have high blood pressure or a heart ailment or vertigo, it is not recommended.
0: We're going to find out. uh, We're going to look into this to find out why the gravity hole is able to defy the laws of physics. But, Cindy, what was your gut impression on the whole mystery hole experience?
1: I mean, it's a slanted room.
0: Okay, but yes, but. Okay, yes, but. The golf ball. It went up and then down and then back up. It that makes no sense. See, he stunned.
1: I, I think it's by the
0: it, power of the hole.
1: I think it's just that the room was slanted in a weird. It was just a weirdly built room. It was it, just
0: that weird. It's beyond that, Sydney. There's something more to this that we're not getting to the root of. I will say a lot of the things in the mystery hole were like. You ever watch him? movie that from like the era era when it was okay to display people as sideshow freaks and they have like a lot of there's like supposedly like spooky facets of the experience that they they play off as like fantastical but we now know in this day and age like well no it's just like you know the guy just has dwarfism like it's not there's nothing right there's a lot of parts of the experience like the one room where things look weird and your clothes may not look normal, like, was a black light. Like, yes, I a mean, black light. Like, it, it was insane. Not,
1: did people not know that though? Seventy years ago? Forty
0: years ago? Forty years ago? Sorry. Forty years ago? So, in the seventies? No, well, okay, so, yeah, well, they, uh, everybody yeah, knew about black lights. They absolutely in the 70s. knew about black lights. Like, that it was insane. It was, ins- and like, almost in an endearing way. Like, wow, you guys are trying to fool me with this. Like, trying to like.
1: The weird thing about that is that that would be pretty typical for, like, a tourist trap, right? Like, it has weird signage. You can get some really, like, crazy souvenirs, which we did. Like, we got a hat that says Mystery Hole and, like, a t-shirt and
0: whatever, a magnet. That doesn't kind of sound stuff. that crazy when you say it like that, but yes.
1: No, you know what I mean? Like, people are later going to be like, why do you, why are you wearing a hat that says Mystery Hole? You know, it's a funny story. Um, and so, like, people stop at that kind of thing. But this is not at a location, Where you would just stumble on it while you're doing other things.
0: There would be no reason.
1: It's a destination location.
0: Yeah, you have to drive. Now, it's a very pretty drive. Yeah, it's a beautiful drive. One one I would would hardly recommend recommend if you're in the neighborhood. But, like, it's crazy. Now, for 20 minutes of my time, $6.50, I felt felt like that was money well spent. Got to see a lot of locks and dams, a lot of engineering feats along the way.
1: Yeah, Uh, it's a beautiful drive. It's a beautiful part of our state, which is in, indeed a beautiful part of the country if you've never been um and my parents babysat for us today so we got a little date a little date out of the experience yeah uh,
0: yeah this is our date this is our date night we drove the mystery hole in the middle of the day (laughs) um okay so anyway that's our recap we'll take a look into some of these claims do some research and really bust 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 this thing up i'm justin McRoy. i'm sydney McRoy. and we're on the case Thank you, Justin and Sydney, for that that enlightening... But in,
1: but entirely uninformed. Uninformed.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's just the layman... If you're wondering what the layman experience of visiting the mystery hole is like, there well, it is.
1: And let me say, if you want it to remain a mystery for you, I would stop listening now.
0: Right, because we are probably going to be able to tell you pretty concretely what's going on down there. They are very... They guard the secret of the mystery hole very closely, so maybe we're wrong. Maybe this... Right. You know, you never know. We have to leave the door to that open.
1: As we mentioned, like a lot of people show up and try to guess, but nobody ever knows. Nobody ever knows. Nobody's ever been right.
0: Nobody ever goes in. Nobody ever goes well, no, out. No,
1: no, wait, no. Lots of people go in and almost lots thinking, oh, of well,
0: people again. come back out. Sydney, what... Mystery holes actually have kind of a long tradition in, in America. Before we talk about this specific one, it was very common across the American landscape, especially when people started driving more and you saw more of these sort of like roadside attractions. To, to have these like... What are specifically, you know, we use tourist traps sort of metaphorically now for things mm-hmm. that are, but there were things that the word on their sleeve a lot more commonly in the, in the 50s and 60s uh, mystery spots. As they are generically called, were were actually a phenomenon of the Great Depression when uh, entertainment was just about the only thing that was doing well in America.
1: Is that? See, I didn't know that. It it seems strange that that's where people would put their money.
0: Just Shirley Temple and mystery spots. That's all, (laughs) that that was America for you. Uh, I'm
1: assuming the mystery spots were pretty cheap then.
0: Right. Uh, uh, Most of the mystery spots have a, a sort of common theme. You walk into a room that ostensibly is a is a regular uh, uh, room and that there is a promise of paranormal or unexplainable activity within the room and uh, then weird stuff happens. We describe the weird stuff in the mystery hole, but this is a common thing. I mean, they, there are um, mystery spots throughout the country. It, just in California, you've got the, the, the mystery spot in Santa Cruz. You've got the Winchester Mystery House in Percy. At The Calico Ghost Town Mystery Shack in, Yer- uh, in Yermo, California. You got Knott's Berry Farm Haunted Shack, a Spook Hill uh, in uh, in uh, Lake Wales, Florida. So these are these are not uncommon to, to find one of these mysterious attractions in America. And they really harken back to a time period when um, this was like high high entertainment. This was this was this was packing them in.
1: And when to be fair, you couldn't just Google. Uh, what was happening? What was happening and there? Figure it out. So you know you would you would go to one of these places and then like talk with all your buddies about what, what do you think this was and leave and still be mystified, probably.
0: So Sid, what, what was going on? In, in the, what's the story with this specific spot?
1: So the mystery hole in West Virginia uh, was originally, as the story goes, discovered in 1972. Because of course it wasn't created; it was discovered by Donald Wilson, who found this. This place up in the the mountains of West Virginia that had these powers.
0: That was the Donald Wilson that we were trying to remind uh, remember the name of the guy who created the original gate. Yes, um, that that was Donald Wilson that uh, developed this. And we should mention uh, most of this information comes from Roadside America, that uh, that is made a business profiling places like this. Um, so. So Donald Wilson discovered the mysterious powers of the the mystery which, hole in 72.
1: Which this, this location that he discovered was very conveniently located near the New River Gorge, which, uh, as we well know and you are going to learn, is a very popular spot already for tourists because of rafting and climbing and all the things we kind of mentioned.
0: And Bridge um, Day, which is coming up uh, October uh, 17th, I think
1: absolutely where
0: you can just jump off a bridge and it's legal and cool
1: yeah well i mean we hope that you have like a bungee cord to very important to you yep. that's really important um but yeah and and it's it's a wonderful part of west virginia and if you're into that kind of thing come check us out because we've got it going on into were, jumping
0: off bridges we've well, got you covered into
1: jumping off bridges and climbing up rocks and jump
0: off whatever you want
1: when whitewater rafting and you know like zip lining and if you're the outdoorsy sort Come check us out, but anyway, uh, a lot of people are already going to this area. And then Donald Wilson discovered the mystery hole there, and conveniently on he, Route
0: sixty, just right there, very right there convenient on the
1: main drag. Yeah, um, and he, you know, housed it and enclosed its powerful forces, so to speak. And so mainly, he to built it off gu- to the public.
0: He mainly built the gift shop around it, and he built the Quonset Hut. <laughs> yeah, and this distinctly American move. He built a gift shop around this mysterious attraction.
1: Unfortunately, it it initially closed in 1996. Mm-hmm. Um just over time he couldn't keep it open, I guess. There weren't enough people visiting and uh, and it closed and then um, vandals came and took advantage and it wasn't its old self for quite a while until mm-hmm. the current owners, the Morrisons, came in and reopened it and worked really hard to kind of put it back together so that it would look like it, like it used to. They actually took photos of what it used to look like and they talked to uh, locals and said, hey, come tell me about the mystery hole. I, we want to rec- recreate that experience as close as we can and it's back.
0: It's back. You can go visit it for $6.50.
1: Will Morrison claims that he has received offers up to the millions of dollars (laughs) to reveal the secrets of the mystery hole. But uh, he he will not be bought, ladies Uh, and gentlemen.
0: Yeah, don't try to buy Will Morrison. Uh, and, And honestly, that plays into, I think, is something that is important to this experience. That you really, it's 2015. You really have to buy in to get the most out of the mystery hole, I think.
1: And I think there is nothing wrong with that, and it shouldn't be that hard. Because we go to the movie theater, and we watch superheroes flying around and blasting stuff with super guns and stuff. And like none of that is hard for us to my follow. Fav- my favorite
0: superhero <laughs> blasts him with his super gun. Don't get to the movies. The last movie we saw was Guardians of the Galaxy. We had a baby. I Shut I think up. there
1: was a blast of him he had a super gun in yeah. that
0: movie. That's what I'm referencing. It's been a long time.
1: But but we will the suspension of our disbelief for that. So why not the Mystery Hole?
0: Uh, it has even inspired a song uh, called Mystery Hole by Jay Oaks and Paul Calico that you can find on YouTube. Uh, and I think it does an excellent job of uh, capturing the spirit of the hole itself.
1: I'd recommend you pause the show and listen to that now.
0: I will play it for you later. Don't worry. A- again... You really have to buy in, but we will tell you uh, a little bit about how these mystery spots all basically work. And we found this on uh, Sandlot Science. does not explain everything, but apparently a lot of these mystery spots have similar uh, things. Having people stand in impossible angles, for example, and water flowing uphill, that is a common mystery spot uh, feature.
1: And we should point out, as Justin's going to explain these things to you, we didn't ask anybody there how the mystery hole worked because they wouldn't have told us. They certainly. wouldn't have told us. That's um,
0: that's the bit, folks. <laughs> so,
1: so uh, you know, we we are guessing based on things we've read as to how it works. So I don't I don't want you to think we're revealing all the secrets of the mystery hole because maybe we're missing some points.
0: So what? Uh, so here's the, here's the premise. Okay, mystery spots are engineered specifically. Uh, for imagine a room. Okay, just a basic average room. And then the room is tilted uh, at about 25 degrees, which is a little bit less than our 45 that we met. 45 probably would have been pretty steep. We,
1: we, had, we had
0: no idea. no clue. We're just pulling it out of our butts. Sandlot Science says that uh, some say the first mystery house slid down a hill in a rainstorm and ended up at the perfect angle, and then the owner started noticing weird stuff happening. So, th- so the room is tilted, but you bury part of the floor if needed to try and um, get the vibe that uh, the, the, this is a regular room. Now, it's a, if you looked at the mystery hole, for example, from the outside, you wouldn't know that something was amiss inside. In fact, they do some tricks to sort of disorient you as you go in. It looks like a regular building from, from the outside.
1: And, and as we kind of described, you're walking through different hallways. There's kinds of twists and turns. You go up and down stairs. It's hard for you to keep track of exactly where you are in the structure, but
0: yeah, you would never know that all this was inside just from looking at it. We mentioned uh, in the car how there was a ramp going up and then a ramp going down. That's an important part of a, of a, a mystery spot because the idea is to distort the architecture and you're trying to make it look straight and level to a visitor and remove uh, vertical references. I actually found myself when we were in the the main room lo- trying to look outside the room to try to get my bearings and it is almost impossible. Like you really are disoriented from the uh, to the traveling in on the weird ramps and what have you. So Sydney, can you tell me about water and how specifically water the, the we talked about the log with the divot cut in it uh, and the water seeming to flow uphill. How how is that working?
1: As we've noted, water tends to usually flow downhill.
0: <laughs> right. That um, that is, we can all agree on that. Yes. Okay.
1: So although we know that uh, when we see because of the vantage point we're standing at, we're kind of lower than the pipe itself. If we if we knew that the house was or the room was tilted and we could actually you know visualize that with outside cues, which you can't, then you would be able to tell that the water really is actually flowing straight out of the pipe and downhill, like you would expect water to flow. It's really just our vantage point. We feel, since we we believe that we're standing in a room that's straight up and down, and our brain and our position sense wants us to feel that, that is what, what we see is water flowing uphill. But in reality, if we could step away and, and kind of have like a wide-angle view of the room and see the position our body's in as, as in as oriented to the pipe itself,
0: we would see that water's really just flowing downhill as we expect. Right, and the same thing with the, the golf ball, right? Because we don't have a bearing on what the actual angle of the room is, it, if you were looking at a it from the outside and all the, the disorientation removed, it would look very normal to you. Um, but that's not really germane because you're not doing that. You're in the room where where this magical uh, occurrence is happening.
1: Exactly, and and this would, like I said, after I after we left it, I suspected, like, well, the room must be tilted. For those of you who are like myself and have zero spatial reasoning, <laughs> uh, the ability to visualize all this in your head and figure it out it's probably impossible for you. I don't know if maybe it was a little easier for you to visualize, Justin. These, we're looking at diagrams online as, or as we're describing these things so that we can kind of show you how it's done. But I could certainly not visualize this myself. Are you better at this? Because I'm bad at this. No,
0: and it, it, you know what? Honestly, it, it, it's a weird sort of disconnect. Obviously, you know something is weird in the room. When you go into the room, like, it's very clearly very weird. Like, there's definitely... This room is tilted. Like, the logical part of your brain tells you, like, this room is tilted. But that, like, subconscious lizard part of your brain that just sees things and intakes them, it's still pretty easy to, like, get... Your your senses are lying to you. And I think that that's always sort of cool and disorienting. Like, even if you know logically how it's working, like... Uh, a good example might be a roller coaster, right? You know that you're being chugged up a hill and then dropped but your body is telling you, oh my god, you're falling you know, and I think it's a similar thing here You, you know logically in your brain that this room is probably tilted like, yeah, the room's tilted but it doesn't make the sensory input you're getting any less uh, sort of jarring.
1: If I may draw on my, my medical background for a second here, I would say is is still fascinating and mysterious and wonderful and amazing in all the ways that they want you – they want the mystery hole itself to be or any of these mystery spots because even though it's not really physics you know, disobeying its own laws mm-hmm. – um, what it really speaks to is the all the mysterious parts of the, the human brain that we still try to understand and try to master and, and don't have control over the way we take an in input, the way that we can be confused by what we expect the world to be like and when it doesn't fit into that kind of structure, how we see things differently, which is still a mystery and amazing. And, and as much as we understand it and seek to, to kind of master it, when we walk into a situation like this where it's you know, our sensory input and what we expect are two different things. We still can't process it. You can't, you can't just talk yourself out of it.
0: The mystery hole is a treatise on the mysteries of the human mind. You heard it here <laughs> for $6 and 50 cents. Have your experiential borders widened to encompass the entirety of the human experience.
1: I think that's really true. I think I it think does it do that. Too. I and was I think being it's, facetious. I think it does that a little easier if you want to go have a good time, which I would sure. encourage you to do if you're going to go to one of these places. It's just Accept it for what it is. Sure, just as Justin said, when I walked in the room, I thought, well, I mean, the room's tilted, right? Like, that's the thing. Right. Um, You're not a bumpkin. But <laughs>
0: you, know once you going on.
1: once you start buying into it, it's a, it's really cool. And whether the room is tilted or not, the whole thing with the chair on the wall, it's pretty it's, cool. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It's
0: pretty cool. Uh, it's pretty cool. And you know what? You can't just count the value of nostalgia. Like, places like this used to be really commonplace, and it does feel a little bit like time travel to uh, to go to something that's just sort of purely a tourist trap. <laughs> Uh, and and toss your six fifty over and uh, and uh, be done with it. So we need to give our ratings of of this experience. First off, is pseudoscience a one to ten on pseudoscience? Ten being very pseudoscientific, and one being completely scientifically sound. Now, this is tricky. This is tricky. Now, see, I would not go ten very pseudoscientific because. Science is not really invoked here. The mystery hole no. is seeming to work outside the bounds of science.
1: <laughs> uh, well, yes, that's true. Yeah, it but is now, pitched
0: I mean, as not bound by science's law.
1: <laughs> so like it's that's not, not, it's not pseudoscience. Pseudoscience is not science in any
0: sense. It's mystery. It's but fantastic. They are it's saying amazing. they are saying gravity is being defied, which is <laughs> a lie. And
1: gravity is science.
0: Gravity. <laughs> we is science. can all
1: agree that gravity. Is so science. like a six. I think like that's six. fair. Does yeah. that seem about right? Exactly, because it's definitely not completely scientifically sound, in, uh, at least the way they're presenting it.
0: Uh, pocket drainer value, uh, 10 being very pocket draining, this is also a dependent. I think one would probably be free, and it's $6.50, so not one, probably two, like at least there – but then. Then there's the gift
1: shop. Then right. maybe, maybe you're like a Justin McElroy. And when you walk into a room with lots of clever little items that are labeled the mystery hole and have pictures of the mystery hole, you just start buying things
0: maybe you're like that in which case it may be more of like a six
1: it it may be more of like we spent 74 dollars on mystery
0: hole labeled goods so a range between two and like (laughs) five i would say would be would be my rating on that
1: now of course i will say this uh, for us, it was an hour, 45-minute drive. Uh, I mean, you may want to include the cost of the McDonald's we ate on the way. Right. If you're flying to West Virginia specifically to see the mystery
0: hole. A little bit more pocket-trained. So
1: I would I'd make it a whole week, like, come um, whitewater raft, climb some mountains. Also, you know.
0: don't judge us for the McDonald's. There ain't a lot of options between <laughs> here and there.
1: Amstead uh, West Virginia doesn't have a lot of
0: Yeah, that was in Dickinson, West Virginia, actually, that we ate at McDonald's, believe it or not. Um,
1: We went through both Glasgow, London.
0: Yeah, there's a lot of uh, (laughs) European-named cities in a way. Creepiness rating. um, Ten is super creepy. I would, like, it is a little creepy enough for me to merit, like, a three. But then in the gift shop, there are some, like, questionable things on sale, like some rebel flags and stuff that I'm not, like, way into. That would up the creepiness because I
1: think that the experience itself isn't like, it's not scary, I, I don't think. I mean, the mannequins, uh, uh, and there's like a giant clown on top of it, which, you know, depending on your feelings on clowns, could up the creepiness for you.
0: Five? Yeah. Five? Five. Yeah, five. Then danger rating, 10 being very dangerous, i have I- I don't think it's particularly dangerous. I,
1: I mean, they give you, like we said, they give you some specific warnings if you have high blood pressure, or vertigo, or heart conditions. I mean, you may get, like I did, like a, like a little like nauseated. Hu-
0: yeah.
1: Now, I would say that although maybe the inherent danger of the site is like well, like a like a one, then maybe a two, maybe a two for maybe a the two nausea, for the knot, na- because you might get nauseated. But but it could be much more dangerous if you fall off the mountain that it's on. Well, I mean, that's a lot of things, right? And
0: I mean, don't fall off the mountain that it's on is pretty good advice it's across the board. There.
1: It's way, it up, way there. up there. It's way up there. It's very high. The
0: drive is a little perilous. You might get one for the drive.
1: No, that's true. You might that's add. True. Like, it's ma- way up a mountain. If you're not paying attention, and you drive off the side of that mountain, <laughs> okay, I mean, I yes. don't like your odds.
0: So three. It's about a three. Okay.
1: Because because of the mountain factor, we'll give it a three.
0: What was your favorite moment of the of the of our events, at
1: I would say my favorite moment is one we actually didn't talk about in the recap of the of the whole thing, which was there was a a bathroom inside the like the actual mystery whole room, like the actual room that was tilted that all the fantastic things happened in um and they opened the bathroom uh, after this long story about how it's an outhouse and somebody might be in there or whatever and there's a there's a mannequin like. Thing that kind of just barely jumps out a little bit when they open the door I mean just the slightest like mm-hmm. movement towards the door like it was a little bit little further than all that, jerk but um, and there's nothing particularly scary about this mannequin either and Justin was to be fair standing further away from it than anyone else in the room and he very clearly jumped. <laughs> When it happened, yeah, the only one in the room who jumped and was scared. I just wasn't ready. Our tour guide called attention to. I'm living with general
0: anxiety (laughs) disorder. That was not on the sign. Um, My my favorite moment is when when we were in the gift shop and the woman at the gift shop told me that they had to close on Wednesday because they were bombing for stink bugs.
1: now that's not just a problem for the mystery hole. No, that's like, con- that's like, that's like a common thing. Like around here, we don't have any in our house right now.
0: They will come. But we
1: are not above them. They no, they will come. They will the come semi-year. for us.
0: I just thought it was f- refreshing. You would think that they might be driven away by the the powers of the mystery the hole, power. but no. They are drawn to it by the de- by the fine gravity. They love mystery and they love uh kitsch and they are they are way into the mystery hole. At least they used to be. Until they got bomb- bombed as <laughs> on Monday. So that's going to do it for, for us. Uh, thank you so much to uh, Ross and Carrie for letting us uh, host their show. Uh, it was it was really fun to do something different. I it think.
1: was. And thank you. Um, I don't think they'll listen to this. But thank you to the Mystery Hole, to the Morrisons.
0: Yeah. Not kidding. You could spend your afternoon in a way worse way than going to see cool. this bizarre Fra- like place out of time.
1: They they recreated this as a labor of love. I mean, pretty much to like put it back together the way it used to be. It's a really cool thing. It's a great way to spend a day. Justin and I had a great date day going yeah. and and driving to this. It's be- it's a beautiful place. It's beautiful. You know they buy into it and they sell it so well and they're totally a hundred percent invested. And I think that whatever you're doing to go for it with the gusto that they do this is it's impressive. So. So but thank you for hosting us and letting us wander around in your parking lot, recording our our musings on your yeah, on your mystery spot. Not
0: to make uh, strange looks. And, and remember, come on down, come on down to the strangest place on God's ground. Come on down, my changes. Magical mystery
1: home. That wonderful magical mystery home.
0: Hello, I'm Taco, the elephant magician. Merle High Church here, the master of clerical magic. I'm Magnus Burnside, the fighter. Did you guys like that? Did you, the listener, like that? You were just swept up in a world of high fantasy and magic where anything can happen and anything is possible. Hi, I'm Griffin McElroy, Dungeon Master for the Adventure Zone, a new podcast on Maximum Fun, in which magic and mystery intertwine for a very erotically charged (laughs) role-playing experience. You can catch it every other Thursday here on MaximumFun.org or iTunes. It's for Dungeons & Dragons, but with family.